Welcome to Serial Podcast 9. Feel like it's a bad omen every time we talk about something on the podcast and then we Why? never do it because we talk about a thing and then it doesn't happen. Sometimes it doesn't happen, or yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of things don't happen whether you talk about it or not. So, well, maybe I'm being superstitious. Let's start the episode. I am Gerardi Peralta and I'm Kevin Peterson and I'm Ryan Benoit. And this is Serial Podcast Nine, Episode 47. Dun, 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 dun. What are we going to talk about tonight? I got a question, you guys, which is hey. nice. I appreciate when people write us questions because it makes my job easier. And now I get to try to pronounce their name. So, yay! <laughs> yay! Uh, Ollie Gordon. I think that's what it is. It's O L L I E Gordon. Yeah, 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 perfect. But then their username is like O L L L I I I I E G. So yeah, I know him. Yeah. Oh, you know him, right? Well, on. I mean, I, I talked to my Instagram. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. All right, here we go. Uh, my question: If you guys got a freshly imported stock JZS 171 wagon, what are you doing to stand out from the crowd? I already got my answer. But I so gotta wait I. for Gerard to answer. Go, Gerard, go first. Big radius. Like big radius. Probably some like ulterior motive flares that are like two inches wider. Uh I would probably do 19s. And that's pretty much it, honestly. I just like as far as looks goes, or like as far as everything, I would, it'd be a six speed, of course. So six speed, big radius, and big flares. Like high I flares. Forgot though. to lower it. No, obviously it's gonna be like underground. <laughs> like, I gotta to say, say it. I'm gotta, gotta lower it. it. I'm gonna lower it. I'm gonna put wheels on it, and I'm gonna put an intake on it. Like, no, you gotta <laughs> say that. How are you gonna stand out from the crowd? Because otherwise, you've just radiused your fenders without crazy <laughs> wheels. What kind of wheels are you gonna put on it, Gerard? Uh, I would pick them out of. I would try to find some really obscure, weird. Okay, it's either gonna be. They're probably going to be 18s at this point then. So it's going to be BBS LMs, uh, Intel S Algernons, or like just some sort of like mesh racy looking wheel on that wagon. I think it would look pretty sick. And then I would probably also do like custom arrow or do the top sense arrow because I think that just looks the best. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Top. That's that's really great. I like that. Kevin, what would you do if you I'd had a wagon? I paint it red. Yeah, uh, your car would for sure be white. There's no way it's not white. <laughs> uh, I'd paint it black, and then I'd wrap the roof in like a vinyl, and I'd make a hearse. And then I would put the shifter like out the sunroof. Oh yeah, and then, uh, you know. And then uh, yeah, I'd make like a rat fink car. Dude, jack up the back, put it on like yeah. super meaty like Krager SSs that are like 15 by 12s. Yeah, exactly. yo, like those Japan cars. Uh, yeah. But like new. I was gonna say you never see that, but like yeah, you I do. guess you, I guess you saw like 20 cars ever. I mean, yeah, you know. Yeah. Is that okay? Is that your real answer? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like what like what more can I say? Like then Gerard already said, like, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna lower it and with an intake and you're gonna radius the fenders, and you know, I guess it all just comes down to like wheel choice, because yeah, there's like there's like two good looking body kits for that car mm. unless you make your so own I, yeah you can make yeah exactly so then how do you, you stand out outside from the, the crowd? box 
you adapt JZX100 arrow onto your crown so that you have maybe the only one in the world like that. That's one way to stand out. You could do all the shit that I talked about. <laughs> That's one way to stand out. For me, it's all about the fenders and the like. The the overall look of that car needs to be like the body needs to be on the ground and the wheels need to be like stuffed into it because those cars just look so tall and like dorky. They just need to be like two inch radius or some shit. Like the top of the fender, my the top of my fender flare would come from like the hood. Like it would just be like. Yeah. All right. Uh, My answer, and the reason why I had to wait for Gerard to answer, was because I would wait. Gerard would do it, and then I'd wait two years after he sold the car (laughs) and then build it. Whatever Gerard did, I do the exact same thing, and then I would stand out from the crowd, and Gerard would be in the background, just swearing his face off, just the most mad. Because that is the my first original answer was I was just going to describe the blit build. I'd be like, I do everything that Gerard did to the blit. Because <laughs> it was all about just trolling Gerard and taking his his uh, his style, yeah, his thing, his style, and then passing it off as my own. Because that's yeah. that's how you get that's how you get noticed. No, I I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm not like I said. I've said in a long time ago not the most crazy about Japanese wagons and that's a controversial thing, but uh, yeah, I think the obvious answer is the six speed, (laughs) the wheels and everything Gerard said. I don't know about radiusing the fenders all the way to the hood. That seems a little bit wild. No, the top of the flare comes from the head. I thought you were just talking about trying to like, I know, but then I got scared. But then I got scared. I got so scared. (laughs) (laughs) I like okay, you say you take out. you take basically like the Yakara Yakara seventeen Yakara VX seventeen or whatever his car, but like wagon and then make the flares less like boom, just a bit more like smoothio. <clears throat> yeah, or like Rodrigo's car, but like wagon. Who's so Rodrigo? Uh, his show goes brother in Japan. Who has a 17 crown, but it has a one UZ in it. And it's like this pretty cool, like dark blue color. And it has like pretty cool, subtle flares. Um, I feel like your, your car's car is like too crazy. Yeah. It's, it's too much for me. I like the, like the U, like Y and like a bunch of U's. Yeah. yeah. 171. It's like the yeah. silver, silver one on TEs. Yeah. I think that, I like that fender the most, I think. Yeah. I think. I mean, your car's car's nuts. It's for sure nuts. And like, yeah, definitely the fenders are a bit much. But like, I feel like if if it were like toned down to seventy five percent of what it is, it would be just yeah. I know. I know what you mean. Yeah. Hey, you guys, what happened to the old just like OEM plus answer? I have that on the blit. Oh, I see. But also, that wasn't the it. question. That wasn't the question yeah. you asked. No, yeah. I know, but he said I always from the crowd, and like every crowd is yeah, with but... wheels. Yeah, yeah, but I've just figured, don't you build your car right now to stand out from the crowd? I build my car to stand out from, like, the normal people crowd. I feel like my car doesn't stand out from, like, the crazy car people crowd. Well, I would disagree, but that's okay. I mean, the fact that it's, like, a weird, obscure wagon, obviously, it stands out in its own right. But, like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if I had 
Like, for example, that car very well could have BN Sports Arrow, like a fucking BN Sports hood and like, you know, huge flares and like 12J wheels or something. And that would be like literally the craziest blit on the planet. But like, I don't know if I want to go down that road with that car. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just. I think you should do it just to see what happens. I mean, maybe depend how long I keep it. Right. But I'm definitely not doing that anytime soon. I wanted to do that paint and wider fenders, but I think the, you know, the project focus has shifted at the moment i just want to get i want to get lambo doors that's i want to get lambo doors for the next car that's what sure. i'm focused that's where my focus is switching <laughs> <laughs> no we're not what getting everything the, else? lambo doors is over we're gonna do tesla model x doors oh going so yeah <laughs> going so <laughs> oh, we're gonna add the roll cage and it has like an x in the middle which is like the pivot for the doors and like both all like the two all doors are welded together and they just kept like the whole side of the car opens up Dude, I saw this hilarious shit. It was like in Thailand or whatever. And uh, basically, yeah, like someone had welded both the doors together on like a Corolla sedan. Yeah. So that when you open it up, like it hinges on the front, but they both open like a huge door. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it was called Sierra Sierra, the Evo. And it was one big door. I'll, I'll stop trying to find photos. But yeah, like it's carbon fiber, the whole body and shit. And the yeah. door opened like that. It was gullwing. And well, both doors were one. Yeah, I want to say like even one of the carbon evos is like that. Like the yeah, whole that's thing. the one Sierra Sierra. Oh, I think it was Sierra Sierra, but <laughs> I, I, but yeah, that's the car I'm talking about. When you're oh, thinking, then okay. yeah, totally. That shit's a lit. Like yeah, it's sick, right? <laughs> it's the most. Uh, all right, I got another question. Then we'll come back to this. Yes, there was a follow up question, and I don't feel like these questions are going to take a long time. And unless we do the world's <laughs> shortest podcast, uh, we'll have to. Come up with something else to talk about. Okay. Come up with another question. Yeah. Another question. What are your thoughts on step lipping smaller wheels up to a larger size, such as a 17 face to an 18? Where do you stand on that? Also, he said cheers. And then he put a happy face with like a cowboy hat. And then I liked it. (laughs) Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, Obviously, I'm okay to answer that. Uh, I'm obviously okay with it, like because I have done that on my on my wheels. They are a 17 inch face, and I have stepped them to 18 inch. Uh, that's also kind of because I like wanted to pay homage to the uh, the Corolla, and I had a bunch of step lift 15s on the Corolla. Um, I feel that like the step lip needs to have a certain amount of depth because there's so many facets to the the stepping of the lip that that takes away a bunch of the the actual deepness of the lip at least in the appearance so you got to have like a really deep deep wheel to make it look good um i'm not a huge fan of the the super super step on bbs's when they go 15 to 18 18 and it just it looks so 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 terrible um and then yeah i don't know those like three-piece conversions where they take like an oem like and it's like a 16 to an 18 but you because of how it's machined you can't you can't really tell obviously that's that's chill but um yes i am okay with it gerard are you okay with it uh i'm okay for the one step i I mean i don't i don't particularly like when they do a step on a on a wheel that came with a reverse slip like i feel like Sometimes it just 
maybe gets lost. I mean, obviously it doesn't really matter. Like a lot of wheels come with both. Like he, like for example, works like that's just like a normal thing. They have one face and in 18, it's a reverse lip in 19, it's a step lip or, or they might even have a 19 in reverse. And then the 20 is all only come step because that's, you know, uh, for me, step lips kind of weird. Like the, the wheel face really determines whether or not I would like a step lip. Like for example, Kevin just got his new wheels back, which are the same wheels, but they have a reverse lip. And I'm just like all about them. I think they look super dope, but like his other wheels, like I like them, but they're just not maybe the step. And then the face, it just doesn't quite jive with me. Um, but like you take like a classic mesh or like some shitty five spoke that just looks like a basic race, race ing or race E wheel and add a step lip. I think it's fine. But yeah, one inch is the max for me. Like anything that's like 15 to 18 with that like crazy 45 <laughs> degree, like giant, I hate it. Absolutely hate it. Plus I hate BBS RSs period. So like, <laughs> yeah, you could probably just like, but I mean, if I'm going to have RSs, they might as well just be 15s or whatever size they came in. Um, Cause yeah, I kind of hate those. What kind of car would you have to drive to put 15s on it? Golf two, rabbit. Oh. Uh, you really had that done. Ready, yeah. ready to go. Look yeah, man. Golf two, Rabbit two, E30 BMW. Uh, yeah, probably like a Miata. I mean, I would never have a Miata, but if I had a Miata, I'd probably have 15s on it. I'm um, a Miata. I mean, I do like the other Miatas, like the. I don't know which. I don't know my Miatas very well, but it's the late model one with the five bolt and the flares. Those look so good on 17s and 18s. I think it's an N ND Miata. Maybe those are sick. Jesse Exner oh, had a six. Yeah, dope I was going to say. Yeah, that one is Jesse just so Exner. sick. Yeah. And now he's got a crown. Yeah. And a old G and an old Skyline. And then UCF he's got 30. two Skylines. Yeah. He's got all I mean, the things, that guy. Mind you, all those cars that I said I would put BBSRSs on, I would take literally almost <laughs> any 15-inch three-piece wheel over that wheel. So. Yeah, yeah. Especially a Japanese all right. one. <clears throat> yeah. Um. All right. So going back to the first question and you were like to stand out, I would, I could put like a BN kit on my car and all that stuff. And then you didn't, you That's didn't right. do it. Yet. Why didn't you do it yet? Yeah. Why didn't have, why haven't you done it yet? I feel uh, like that's the fastest There's a million way. other better things to do before. I mean, that make car, the car more enjoyable. Yeah. I mean, to me, that car, I want that car to be drivable. I mean, it's it's a fucking stretch, honestly. Even the way it is, it's a stretch. But like OEM arrow is key to drivability on the street. Hmm. Like it's low and it scrapes everywhere, but I don't scrape the arrow like almost anywhere, which to me is like a huge plus. Because if you have to worry about arrow, like your car, your car is very arrow low, and I mean it's low period, but the arrow is is very low. So like you're literally scraping everywhere but it's just the arrow and it's like, Oh, am I going to crack it? Do I have to repaint it? Is it broken beyond repair? Like that's a lot of rip stress it off and drive over it. And it's yeah. like a hundred pieces. Yeah. And am I going to be able to park and run out and grab it before somebody else runs over it? Like, <laughs> and it's super rare and like, you, you can't really buy it. And even if you could buy it, it's like a million dollars and like takes like 8,000 years to come. And like, Oh, all, all that stress I don't need. So oh, I yeah, literally arrow. never think of that. And now I'm going to have nightmares. But you drive your car like three times a And month. now I'm going to have nightmares. Yeah. Three times a month is generous and nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's generous. Like I drive a car like 
what do I drive now? Like 80 kilometers a day. It's yeah, fucked. Yeah, we, <laughs> it's and what and how have you solved this problem, Gerard? Of what? What have you done? Tell the people what you've done to solve your problem. Of what driving the car every day? Yeah. You bought a day, you bought a commuter. Oh, I, I did buy a commuter car. Uh, I bought a BMW one series five door, <clears throat> which I'm actually really excited about. Uh, why? It's, an, it's another white wagon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it totally is. Um, I'm excited about it because... like if you didn't have a white car. <laughs> Literally every wagon is white and every car is a wagon. Um, oh, yeah, and the, and the other car is white too. Dang. Um, why am I excited about it? Because it's a BMW, and I've kind of always had this weird thing with BMWs where I've never had one, but like I kind of think they're sick. Um, I don't know. It's a one series five door, which is like a car we never got here. And it's like kind of cool. And it was really cheap. And I was looking for, for a car in that price range, but they were all kind of like, you know, like Japan style cheap cars, which is basically like an echo or like a Versa cars that are sort of like really bottom of the barrel. But I feel like a bottom of the barrel BMW is maybe not quite bottom of the barrel. So yeah. And it's supposed yeah. to get 40, like at least 30 something miles per gallon. You can gram your Starbucks drink in front of your steering wheel with the BMW logo. With the logo, know. yeah, exactly. And nobody will know, Gerard. They'll be like, "Ooh, he made it!" <laughs> Roll up to Is your mansion. Yeah, that. Yeah, man, that's how it works. Your your neighbors are gonna finally like you because you bought a bought a BMW. Oh, gonna be a like, comprehensible oh. car. They're yeah, like, like, why do they have good. these weird like infinity thing on like big tires and like this yeah. weird loud japanese thing with the wrong side driving the infinity then, like, looks like pretty normal though looks yeah, just yeah, like every, every looks other normal. like SUV. except if the you, tires are a bit weird like yeah nah, but it's not that crazy not anymore DC, like you know though. what i mean like yeah like yeah i feel like, like that truck on those tires though is still like a bit like when i look at it and i look at like the stock version i'm just like what the fuck is that and then you know like when you stop driving the blit like if you stop driving the blit your neighbors are going to be like oh his 18 year old son finally moved out <laughs> yeah <laughs> i haven't said hi to anyone or he went to jail because he sells drugs <laughs> <laughs> i haven't um like driven by any of my neighbors in the blit and said hi but I always <laughs> somehow just manage to drive by them in like the truck and say hi. <laughs> so they probably don't even know who drives that car. Strategy. <laughs> yeah. Your 18 year old son who sells drugs. <laughs> yeah. That's just Gerard. You guys, Gerard doesn't have an 18 year old son. No. Um, yeah. That's what they think. He might. I don't know. Yeah. You never know. I haven't know. I haven't known Gerard for 18 years, 19. <laughs> yeah. Years. Maybe he does. Uh, okay, well, that's good. So, if you didn't drive the blit every day, maybe you'd make it crazy? Uh, I don't know, man. I feel like a crazy car should just be a crazy car, and then a non-crazy car should... I mean, maybe eventually it'll evolve into a super crazy car, but I'm I'm pretty happy with it looking. I mean, I did want to just do the fenders. I don't really want bigger arrow or anything. I just want the fenders to fit, like, bigger wheels um and maybe like a hood but that's that's about it man. as far as looks yeah i didn't get the first part of what you were trying to say but i got the second part and that's good 
Right. You're like a crazy car should be crazy and a sane car should be sane. And it's like I mean, like I don't need two crazy cars, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, the, yeah. the other car that I'm gonna build, like the drift car is gonna be super crazy. Oh, and that's a stage, right? Right. <laughs> ah <laughs> come on. All right. I think it's fun <laughs> if we have a mystery. Um what else can we talk about that isn't Gerard's car? Yeah, we could talk about Kevin's car. How Kevin has all these cool parts for it, but like hasn't put them on yet. Which car? Yeah, which car? Seventeen Crown. Yeah, I mean, I got some cool parts for it. What do you got? I got that intercooler kit. And I got the I got the arrow. But the arrow, I got to do some work on, and it's not painted. So, well, we have a paint guy now. Yeah, better hurry. I have to get a subframe done. Do you? Uh, sort of. Yeah. I mean, I gotta do a few things for a subframe <laughs> for the new build and mm-hmm. get that painted ASAP. Maybe I'll do a front one too. Oh, pretty rocky. excited. Pretty excited. I tried to find a subframe for my car. Nobody had one for a reasonable fee. Is what I found. Everyone yeah. was like, I thought we had one. Dustin thinks I have you one. Have we one. have one. What Dustin figures it's totally in here. have one. Yeah, you guys said you didn't know where it was, but then Dustin said it's probably in that shipping container. Yeah, no, I 100% been. have one because the one out of the Aristo went into that car, which I then took that one, and it's there. So, yeah, we totally yeah. have one. But that's an Aristo that, one. No, it's not an Aristo one. It's a GS one. So like, you had a GS one in your Aristo? Yeah, of yes. course. Absolutely. That's one of the Silly first things Kevin. you did. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. That's what I actually. Oh no, sorry. The the guy we swapped the yes. subframe into. Yeah, so that's. I thought you were talking about. Yeah, I thought you were talking about the one you swapped out originally. I'm like, that was obviously. Oh no, we left no subframe. That. I mean, we might In have that garbage. still, but I don't think so. That's that's no. long gone. We have zero use for that fucking thing. Yeah, what I actually need instead of the bar is you can just put that subframe in, and then you that's a way then, better way to you, do it. But then you need the knuckles. Oh, shit. Which I, yeah, that's true. Where did you get I the mean, knuckles? I mean, I'm a junkyard. Uh, IS three hundred. Part out. Got it. <gasps> All right. No shit. Okay. Whatever you. We're this is my car is the least interesting of all the cars. I mean, I don't know about that. It's the most relatable, I mean, bro. With that R-Tech manifold and the single turbo and the AEM standalone. Well, then it's very relatable. <laughs> like a, like a, I don't know what's relatable. The new Top Gun movie is what I think is very relatable. Speaking of Everybody relatable. Loves it. The I, new I drift car is relatable. Your drift car, yeah. I thought we were going to keep it a secret. And then it's people do like, What's Gerard getting? Gerard can't keep it a secret. It's a secret. It's a secret. Mm. Yeah. How are you going to become a YouTube sensation if you can't keep your secret secret? Well, I mean, we'll keep your same cars sane, and then you can keep your crazy cars crazy. (laughs) You got to keep a secret. I mean, if you keep the secret too good, then you're not a very good YouTube star either, though. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, there's a line. (laughs) Like, that's only you put it right in a video, and then you're a. A YouTube star. Hey, I was riding my bike to work today because okay. that's what I did. And I rode by a film set. 
they were filming, there was a film crew, and I saw a guy <laughs> wearing a Hoonigan t-shirt. And I was like, it is wild to me to see Hoonigan t-shirts in the wild. Like, Was it Joey? With... <laughs> no, it looks like an older... I don't know. Who's Joey? <laughs> Maybe Joey. it was. I don't know. We know... Like... Any any of the like Joey, any been, of the, like uh, the ten dudes that we all that we know that work in the film industry who are all car guys, like, which is funny I don't think again? Joey works in the film industry. You're thinking of Leo. <laughs> I am obviously thinking of Leo. Yeah, the Leo, minute, I, but the Leo, minute I said Joey, I knew it was wrong. I was just I like, know I, Leo, I and that wasn't Leo, and I don't think Leo wears Hoonigan. <laughs> and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with wearing Hoonigan if you wear Hoonigan, and that's your thing. Yeah, you could wear some serial nine clothes, but you know, if it's serial nine make cool clothes, then we would want to wear them. Like the serial nine does make maybe cool he had clothes. a serial nine hat on and you couldn't see it. Uh, he was wearing no hat, Kevin. I yeah, fucking fully sussed out the situation to be like, I'm going to talk about this on the podcast. He was hat, uh, it was like an orange Hoonigan shirt, and it may even have been a little bit tucked in. So, I don't know if that's any of your friends. I tucked in, Hoonigan I don't shirt. know. Maybe I'm making yeah. that part in. Maybe shirts I made that part in. up. Oh, uh, yeah, it wasn't shirts tucked in. That's too shirts tucked shirts, in is shirts tucked proper. out. Yeah, shirts tucked out. And then I, but it's, is it, is it weird? Sometimes if you see like car sh- stuff like that out in the wild, do you ever think that? Or do you ever come across that? Uh, I, yeah, no, I, I, I came across it the other day. I like took a photo of a guy and he had that Hoonigan kill all tires shirt on. And then, yeah, like I pointed it out to Chris Gremmon and we both kind of just like chuckled. And that was, <laughs> that, that was about it though. But I don't know. Like I, the other day I saw, I can't remember where I was either. But I saw a guy and he looked pissed off. And then <laughs> and then like later as I was leaving, I saw him and he was walking and I could see what he was wearing. And he had like a huge turbo on his hoodie. And I was like, oh, OK. Like that. That's you know. why he was pissed off. He made poor dress code. financial decisions. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I was going for dress code. Uh, no. Yeah. Financial decisions. Um. I always think it's weird when I come across people that I don't know wearing things from the car scene. That's what I think. But I guess Hoonigan is much bigger than the car scene now. You know, like uh, yeah, locally. It feels, like, feels like a cultural thing, you know? Yeah. It was like Hoonigan, like the what Jim Connor videos, like that goes beyond being into cars, yeah. feels like at that point, you know? Yeah. I don't know. So I'm I'm going to say that. And again, and I'm not trying to start shit. None of my car friends wear Hoonigan stuff. Why not? People I, That's I don't a real know. question. That is, that is, <laughs> yeah, now I don't know what I was actually going to say. Now I've just pointed out a fact that makes me, hey, are you drinking a sap sucker? I got it just yeah. so I could, I could drink it on camera for you, Ryan. Oh, good. If everybody could see it, Kevin's drinking one of my favorite carbonated beverages. Um, what are you drinking, Ryan? I had a Twin Sales Two Straws Milkshake IPA with mango and pineapple. And then we've been talking for a little bit. So Sounds I like got a fruity in, beer. Yeah, I've had two fruity beers. Uh, a Neighborhood Brewing Fruity Yish Paloma IPA, which is it's not bad. Yeah. All right. What was I going to say? Saw a dude wearing Hoonigan. None of my friends wear Hoonigan. None of my car people that I know wear Hoonigan. I, can, no, yeah, I, I kind of I kind of feel like if I see someone wearing Hoonigan, they're like 
at the very outside of like the car it world you know what i mean or it's like maybe maybe someone was like oh little jimmy likes cars i'm gonna buy him a hoonigan shirt or something you know what i mean like this was an older guy. He well, he might have been my age. I'm yeah, an so older like, guy I don't know, now. Maybe, maybe he bought it fucking winners or like maybe, maybe he got oh, it for a Father's Village Day, Father's Day gift. You know? Yeah, but then if, look, if June's buying me a Hoonigan shirt for Father's Day, uh, she doesn't know me. No, uh, no, no. Okay, here's the thing. I don't have an art noir film. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> buy me something I like too. Again, I don't. Dislike things that Hoonigan does. What the fuck are you thing. talking about? A Hoonigan? I'm trying to get into something. I don't know. I'll just edit it down. He's fumbling, he's fumbling his way through the dark. I know. Like, what's happening here? All right. Hoonigan's reached a certain level, I guess, is what we've the point that I guess we're circling, which Ooh. is what Kev Hoonigan. <laughs> who, who, who is it again? Is that ever on your radar? Is that the goal? Do you want Serial Nine to be just out there? No? No. No. Definitely not modeled. <laughs> uh, no, we're good. <laughs> I'm thinking more like, I don't know, like hundreds or like, but streetwear brands, not like, yeah, but hundreds isn't even really considered much of a, no, I should be careful how I word this. Hundreds went through a thing where streetwear was mad at them, I feel like. Yeah, because they got popular. So is that the thing? You get popular and then like you're you've got the target. Everybody's got something to fucking say, man. I mean, Illist. Illist is cool, but is Illist isn't cool because it's because it's not cool to this person. So like, you know what I mean? Like Illist is cool as fuck. Like, how cool is it to build an entire company of street, you know, car streetwear and like have all these cool collabos and have all these cool like be able to build cars? That's fucking cool as hell. Yeah. Mark but Arsenal it's not cool because cool. I don't think it's cool. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, yeah. I mean, Hoonigan is is fine too. I just feel like what I feel cool. maybe about Hoonigan is it's very corporate, and I feel like it's sort of not it not that it's lost touch with whatever, but I feel like there's no like one or two or four people controlling Hoonigan. I feel like Hoonigan's like a machine where it's like it's sort of like faceless and like you know what I mean. See, Hoonigan stickers on as many like regular cars as I. I see it on more like regular cars and trucks than I do on like cars in in the scene. And that's kind of why I, that's why I feel like they're outliers. It's like when you're yeah. when you're when you really are at that level of liking that stuff enough to put the sticker on your car, you're not that really into the scene, I feel. But I feel like from the beginning they did a lot of things right. Like a lot of the drivers they sponsored were cool drivers well, i mean let's face it hoonigan itself is cool as fuck but like maybe having a hoonigan sticker on your car or like wearing a hoonigan shirt depending on what shirt it is i mean i think they have some really cool shirts like especially the new like what the fuck is it called hoonipigacorn or something like that that whole oh, like yeah. that whole like line of clothing or like the artwork and that shit is super dope i think it's I, I would fully have one of those hoodies with like the ghost on the back and shit and it just says just don't die like that's, that's i thought it was really cool yeah like their cars and they're like the stuff they actually do is super super dope but like you know to to fund all that it's i feel like you gotta sort of like get the money from anywhere and everywhere so right that's that's sort of what you know so is it is it because they it feels like they come from more of a, a big machine that it like 
we're talking about the clothing and stuff yeah well no well i the clothing does come from a big machine i just mean (laughs) hoonigan in general uh but are we talking about hoonigan itself or the merch line the merch i guess yeah yeah i mean i i don't i feel like it's pretty faceless except for like maybe once in a while they have like for example right now they just released that car like the kill all tire shirt like that was a thing and like you know i I don't know right i enjoy the content that they make yeah but um it's like okay we're gonna at least two of us for sure are gonna go to weckfest and it was like i would support never content right like yeah um, i mean i definitely have a lot of never content shirts yeah gerard and i mean Maybe part of the reason why I would support that is because I've seen Gerard wear it. I'm like, well, if Gerard likes it, it must be cool. No, um, those are the things. But the, like, Never Content is big, but it's not. It's not Hoonigan big, and there's one person that kind of drives that, right? Yeah. Shirts tucked in. Casey drives that, and I think his stuff is like pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, Illist with Mark Arsenal behind mm-hmm. it was was great. Mm-hmm. Um, who am I missing? What are some other like cool car brands? I've, I've honestly lost touch too, but I want to say like a kind of a good example. Like, I don't know how, I, how much you guys know about it. I mean, I don't even really know that much about it except for when I was younger, it was kind of a thing. So diesel jeans, diesel jeans came out. They were like super dope. Like, you know, like Italian, like kind of really crazy advertising, super dope shit the jeans were made in italy and this was like when i was into like denim so it was like you know super dope whatever and then i don't really know what happened i guess they sort of like i want to say like sold out or like whatever so then the jeans started being made in like chile and like you know india or whatever and then you started seeing like diesel like shirts like white plain t-shirts that said like diesel you'd see those at like i don't know like lesser stores because before you could only get diesel at like you know cool clothing guy clothing stores or whatever so it sort of seems like when they kind of transitioned to like the normies it like lost its sort of like you know it lost its like polish of coolness you know what i mean because like now if like some fucking generic schmo is wearing a white t-shirt that says diesel on it it clearly isn't from a diesel line because they'd have like all these cool clothes but a yeah, white yeah. t-shirt that says diesel on it is clearly not fucking from any that's, of the lines. You know what I mean? That's uh, the, I watched the Von Dutch documentary. And yeah. It's like probably similar to that. Same it thing feels like, that. yeah, a lot of fashion probably yeah. has that where like they, you know what I mean? They like the people who like brought Maybe, forth yeah. the brand and like really cared about the brand and the style eventually Just pass on, pass on or sell the company or force well, out or whatever. And then it's like, Let's make let's use the name that's super popular yeah. to make profit now, you know. Yeah. But that I think it's that's how you make profit though, is that you probably eventually have to make that leap. Nobody wants I feel like you know. it's it's kind of a weird thing that maybe and maybe that's just I feel like, like a, artisans are appreciated though, you know, people are willing to pay for, yeah, you know, was, good stuff was, that not everybody has. I was gonna say, like maybe the directors of the company like have to sort of walk that fine line because diesel still exists as like a couture brand and like they have all those like crazy expensive nice clothes, but yet you could still you could probably buy at one point a diesel shirt at fucking Walmart or something. You know what I mean? Well, not Walmart. Go to Ross just for less. Maybe not Walmart, but like you know (laughs) what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. Just anywhere. But like maybe does does all those shitty shirts fun the like really cool ones that they make you know what i mean 
Well, they, I just don't care like, that like it's sort that's of like, like Ferrari basically diluted the brand. I, I don't know. Well, I mean, it's like Ferrari basically. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, well, they're just like, yo, we're just going to sell cars so we can go racing. It's like, would you would you sell like the the shittiest serial nine T-shirts to every single person in the world? It meant if you could literally like visualize visualize your dream of building every car you wanted yeah where's the line how do you, uh, you know? i guess that's what i was wondering it was like when gerard yep how many porsche take hands can i get um <laughs> how, I how many jay-z's can i have i'll have an eight yeah. jay-z please with a thousand yeah, yeah. horsepower but where's the line and here's the thing you guys have been doing this for probably we're certainly nowhere near that line that's for no sure. but uh, but what I'm saying is the day may come where you have the opportunity to make that choice. Where it's like, like Mark Arsenal. A little bit, yeah. And he's not even fully attached to A-List anymore. He no, works he's, at he's, EA. It's gone, yeah. EA now, I think. Um, I listened to a podcast. What a novel idea about that. Um, oh, okay. Oh, I guess people do that now. Um, but anyway, um, where where's the line where you're like, hey, I will... Where do you compromise? Not compromise. That's a bad way to put it. But where do you, where do you draw the line to be like, no, nah, I'm not going to sell that Ross dress for less just so I can have a take hand. Like, what do you? I mean, I feel like you probably have to know, like, you know, where you stand as far as like integrity or your brand, like what you want your brand to be portrayed as. Okay. What do you? I mean, your- honestly, I do have a lot of experience in this because, so when I had my shop. It was called Keep Performance Lab. And we we're like, yeah, like we do the hardcore shit like that nobody will do. We did all these weird engine swaps. We, we, we held ourselves to like a really high level of, you know, fabrication and just like putting the cars together and, and the cars all look super sick and stuff. And we were like underground and we're like, oh, we're not going to advertise. We want to be like underground. We want to be like, you know, like nobody knows us, but like our cars are like the sickest. And it was like, we want to be this like cool underground brand, but like the problem with being a cool underground brand that nobody knows about is like, you don't make any fucking money because nobody's beating down your door to like more, more, more. Like maybe some of the shit, like if it, if you're in circles that small things get very popular, like maybe fashion or like food or like, you know, music. stuff music i mean cars maybe too but like not not in our little world in, in fucking vancouver bc maybe if i was in california you know like and well, well, hold and, on we got uh we got night runner yeah and i mean that's, that's a, a, he was but i mean like that was like a he was opposite. in and he was in a he's need a, for speed game with yeah, mark he, arsenal he's literally out there beating their door down with content yeah. not yeah yeah, like, yeah all right okay okay yeah exactly nobody's all like right. hey night runner can you build me a car like it's not like Nakai, you know what I mean? Like Nakai is from like, he, he might as well be from buttfuck nowhere. And all he did was like put crazy flares on sick Porsches. And like all of a sudden, everybody in the world wants a fucking RWB Porsche, you know what I mean? Yeah, I read this thing today where he has over a hundred cars he needs to build in the world, but he hasn't been able to build them because of the pandemic. So now he's just basically, can you imagine how much money that dude has just fucking waiting for him? <laughs> or he already took? To, to cut fenders up on cars. <laughs> How long does it take him to do it? I want to say like a day or two. Maybe yeah, it's like days. a weekend. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely put fenders on before and it's not like the fuck, it's not rocket science, especially if you're doing it on one car and you have like two or three different flares. Like, 
Feel like, done, is, and you've done it 150 times yeah, already. And now you're going to do it 100 times in a year. And, exactly. I mean, like, that's a RWB definitely had its its peaks and valleys where, like, I think it started to get to a point, and maybe it still is, where people get kind of pissy about it. They're like a little bit like, oh, fuck that. Like, you're ruining Porsches. And I mean, dude, like I said earlier, man, everyone's got some shit to say. Yeah. Ruining Porsches. Like, Half of those Porsches are junk to start with. Like you're giving that old Porsche a new life, man. Like that Porsche was sitting in a barn or that Porsche was like, I don't know, some stock ass, like 89 fucking Carrera two that like, sure. It was worth a bit of money and it's a bit desirable, but like it's only desirable now because people want to build RWBs or like, yeah. or, or people care about Porsches. Like that car wasn't desirable 10 years ago. You know what I mean? basic ass porsche the whole i I guess so i had a funny experience i don't know if this is relevant or not i went to my chiropractor i went to go see a chiropractor and he was kind of into cars and then he knew a guy who's building an rwb porsche in richmond and he invited me to come take pictures of it and then i got there and i did i went and i took photos of it and then like our boy Josh Whitehead was out there because, of course, he was. And then, um, was that the like white, blue, and red one? I don't know what it ended up as. This was just like a full on white one. Oh, sick. Anyways, go on. Okay. Anyway, so I was there and then I was like asking questions because I was trying to be a journalist, which I'm not, and write an article, which I did. And, um, the guy, this guy approached me. He's like, oh, hey, like I'm the media representative representative for rwb are you like familiar with the brand and then i was like oh yeah i was at sema the year mark arsenal and brian scotto unveiled their rwb porsche Uh, i met nakai shook his hand and then also uh if anyone wants to be friends with me on facebook because the year was 2012 uh my (laughs) my banner photo is when rwb usa was based out of fat lace because i went to fat lace on my honeymoon and took photos of it and i was talking to the yeah and i took talked to the guy and he's like oh whoa you've like actually have you've been around rwb like longer than i have and i yeah yeah. it was a really (laughs) funny thing because it's like this guy was their media rep and i was like oh yeah no i since i came over to uh, the, the north america i've been kind of following it but clearly that brand grew into something like much bigger than it was and it had to like walk a line between or at least retarget its audience to like rich rich dudes i guess i don't know sorry say it again i feel like that brand grew in such a way that like the first time i met nakai he didn't have an army of people around him there weren't it didn't feel like people were like oh we got to get him this chair so he yeah because nobody knew who the fuck he was and now when you talk to people, they're like, oh, he comes and we got to get him a chair that he can sit in. And he drinks his Stella's? Is that what he drinks? Oh. It's Stella. No, St- Stella's. Stella Poix. Anyways. Stella's yeah. Like- but it's such like a weird, such a weird like uh, like growth, line of like growth for that company. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I don't know what I'm trying to, trying to get at, I guess. I, maybe I wanted to tell a story. I don't know. Um, yeah. I, so where is the story going? I was just saying it's such a, like a weird line of growth for a company to go from something like that. Like Gerard, imagine, and Kevin, imagine Serial <laughs> 9 in like five years, I come to talk to you and then there's like a dude and he's like, I'm the media representation for, <laughs> for Serial 9. And I'm, 
that'd be a very weird thing. You'd be like, are you familiar with Serial 9? I'd be like, oh, yeah, I used to make like videos lit- for them. Yeah. Yeah. Videos for them and take photos that sometimes end up on shirts and they'd be like, oh, cool. But are you ready for that level of success? That's what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't foresee any part of our business being that successful to like, to garner us to be like basically superstars. Why not? We're just not in that market, man. Like the dude literally takes Porsches, which is an iconic car already. And like, you know, takes lackluster looking Porsches and makes them into these like really wild stylized, you know, like supercar looking cars and like nobody's ever seen that before and now like a lot of people have but they think it's cool but yeah like back it's also before, pretty like polarizing yeah that's what i mean yeah. before that like nobody has ever seen anything like that it's yeah. super fucking crazy like the wheels are super super wide the fenders are super super wide those cars in person just look fucked up they're just so wide and like so short and like so crazy yeah it's I think kind of, I'm going to, this is a a thing. Um, I think kind of the point is that almost anybody can garner any amount of success. Now there's all the outlets. It's just like, yeah, you, you could say that, but then like Gerard, you could build a really crazy car, whatever your next car is. And maybe people would be like, Oh, holy shit. And maybe that changes everything. Or maybe Kevin, builds an 18 crown with like a Honda engine in it. And then people's minds explode. Like the thing, maybe it gets publicized properly. So what I then, think, what I think uh, <laughs> is a, sh- a very important ingredient in that success is repeatability or re- yeah. Like consistency or repeatability. So if I build one, let's say I built a 100 and it was like sick, I think that would be fine. And like, I could get X amount of success from it. But if I built two, and they had a similar sort of feel and look. And like, that was somehow known as like, Oh, that's like a serial nine JZX 100. And then I built three and four, or like, maybe, maybe I just did JZXs in general or, or whatever Toyotas in general. And they all had this sort of like serial nine feel about them. I feel like that's the only way to gain that notoriety, like one or two cars, like nobody gives a fuck. Anybody can do that. You know what I mean? There are people with way more money than, than I have that could, easily build two or three chasers that were like ridiculous but they're not gonna so anyways yeah you can't buy taste to run. yeah you can't buy taste or experience but still like it is possible is what i'm saying <laughs> and it also has to be polarizing like if i built if i built one of those cars half the people would think it was the sickest thing on the planet and like half the people would be like dude i would never do that to my chaser or whatever you know or my whatever the fuck it may be you know, like even yeah. the breed kit, like not everybody loved the breed kit on the Aristo. Sometimes people really the, didn't like it. A lot of people love the breed kit. <laughs> Most people love the breed kit. I've yeah. seen some other, I, I've seen some other kits that I, <laughs> I don't, I can't wrap my mind around for my car. And I'm always like, Ooh, what happened? Anyway. Um, all right. Um, I'm going to make my car into a truck. That's going to be polarizing. Honestly, like you can, like, I think if, okay, if you really want to stand up from the crowd for a 17 wagon, turning it into a truck would be a very, very, I don't think it would be the worst thing. Cause like, it could look pretty good as a truck because it's a wagon. I saw an eight, six as a truck today. Who posted that? Oh, the 11 one. Yeah. 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 The 11 one. Yeah. Truck. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. It was like, 
as not for me, but it was interesting. Yeah, not for me either. <laughs> as a side, one of my favorite RWB videos I watched a long time ago was there was a dude, and I want to say in like Atlanta, and he had like a dealership or something. And and the video it starts out they're talking to him, and he's like wearing like a crisp polo tee, and it's like I feel like I know this video you're talking about. Yeah, and then and then he's like, oh, we're gonna build this RWB Porsche, and then like Nakai shows up, and then the next clip, the dude is in like a t-shirt, fucking like Wayfair Ray Ban. <laughs> And his hair is like slicked back. And I'm like, that's uh you've really adapted your your whole style and look since you got an RWB. And like I just loved it so much. Like the transformation when you buy the car, you don't just get the car, you get a whole new like attitude on Persona, life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I fucking look like uh the fawns now. <laughs> Well, maybe, maybe having a car, you know what I mean? Like, cause I've said this before, it's like, you know, you're driving when I'm driving the echo, it's like, you just feel like a piece of shit. You know what I mean? Like you like you do, you know what I mean? But I don't yeah, know yeah, like yeah. When, you, when you're driving a car you care about or like something, you know what I mean? Your project or your baby or something like you just always feel a bit better. And maybe you dress you, maybe you take a bit longer to get dressed and you dress a bit better and you're like, Maybe it was a full your... transformation, though. He was went full Danny Zuko. It was like his car was Sandra D, and he was like, I want, you to, I, want you to find, "I want you to find the video and do like a screen cap of him before and a screen cap after, and then put like make a meme where it says like does one RB once or RWB yeah, once." Yeah, I will now. Work has some new wheels. It's called Ecro. Do you like? Not really. Yeah, they're sick. I mean, they look like, uh, so speaking of Porsche, uh, Porsche. So the line for Porsches that work had was Brombach or, or Brombach or I don't even know how you're supposed to say it. Um, but yeah, they're just like a mesh wheel. But the cool thing is they're a bit like pregnant face, but then the lug nut part like dives in huge again. So that's what these wheels are. They're pretty cool. And, and do you love it? The wheel is called the C1M. I do like them, yeah. Okay, good. But I mean, they just kind of just look like M1Rs, just like with a bit more like dynamic. Like it looks like a racing wheel, which I obviously think looks really fucking cool. So yeah, racing wheels. Yeah, that's cool looking, man. That's which is translates amazingly okay. to a podcast. Yeah, exactly. Gerard, I want you to paint me a picture with words. Can you do that? Okay. Let your work. Let your let your, let your tongue be the paintbrush, <laughs> and your teeth and your uh, teeth be the color palette. Okay. And can you paint with all the all the colors of the wind? That's a Pocahontas reference. Okay, I got a question for the podcast. Uh, camshafts. Does everybody love a lumpy cam, or do you? You know, is the trade-off of a lumpy cam having the less low-end torque, is it worth it just to have that cool, like, lumpy, you know? Or do you want the top-end power of the 272s and then lose all the low-end and mid-range just to have a lumpy idle and super good top-end power? Or would you prefer, like, a 264 or 256 where it's, like, kind of lumpy but, like, also gives you good mid-range and stuff? What do you think, Kevin? If you had any cam choice to make on the streetcar on a streetcar stab thank you for putting that there because there's like no question if it's not a streetcar you're just going to get the big cam <laughs> i mean <laughs> maybe like, though maybe but not. like on a streetcar there's like a still a question because obviously you just still want to get the big cam because you want to <laughs> 
you know, you you're buying the fucking cab. Like you're gonna spend the money anyway. Like why aren't you, why would you want to get the bigger one? You know, because like, then you lose. Okay, imagine. Okay, so you're gonna. Let no, me I, 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 I know. I know. You're why. gonna lose thirty foot pounds of torque from two thousand RPM to forty five hundred, but you're gonna gain forty horsepower from five thousand to eight thousand. But my tuner's a magician, and my turbo builder is a wizard. Ah, so, so I'm gonna, turbo wizard magic. Yeah, build. magic tuning, right. turbo wizardry. I will gain fifty percent torque earlier. Oh and, shit! Yeah, I see. It's and then I'll gain it on the top too. Honestly, on a street car, I've this is hard because I've never bought cams. Like yeah, you know, that's I. that's the thing. It's like. I'm good. I'm doing it. It, it feels like cams are one of the one of the like the last things. Even on this motor, where I'm like, yo, I'm gonna do everything. Paul is just like, no, you don't need to do cams. Like, don't. But I mean, cams. you're also working with a K series, which legit doesn't need cams. Whereas, like a one J, absolutely need cams. Yeah, doesn't need cams. Neither of you have never done cams, and then you're like, it needs cams. Uh, well, that's because the one J. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I feel like I'd make a 1.5 J before I do cams. I feel. Well, I'll tell you what, on my 1.5 J, it sure as fuck needed cams. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Like over five grand, 5,500, you're just nothing really was happening. I mean, it's making some sort of power, but it definitely wasn't climbing and revving it to 82, like I used to do. It was just like, it was just for fucking flex, which, you know, there's nothing yeah. above 55, six, nothing there. <laughs> Um, but with cam, it probably would have just been like, um, yeah, I mean, honestly, it's, it is a legit question because people probably just want to, you know, they probably don't know a whole lot about cams. They probably just want the gnarly sound and the lumpy idle, which is funny because you look up like Supra cam idle and it's like all these stupid cars that sit in the fucking garage and like, they start them up they're like, Ooh, like 272 cold start. And it's like, a whole minute of the dude walking to the door to like go fire up the car. And then he starts it up and it's like 10 seconds of shitty idle. And then like, like three or four revs and the fucking video is over. It's like, dude, like, thanks for that. Like, thanks for that. Like terrible sound clip. Like your YouTube algorithm would be the most fascinating thing for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, VK56 engine sounds and like camshaft. Just engine idle. sounds with like <laughs> shitty videos. Like Speaking anytime of, Ger- yeah, Gerard sorry. sends me a video, it's like, watch this video. Ignore the dude doing the weird thing with the shift knob where he keeps <laughs> jiggling it. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's always kind of a fine line that I've always valued like torque over everything, torque and response. Um, like, yeah, I mean, even, even my 2J that made 600 horsepower, like, yeah, basically over five grand, 5,500. It's not like rising in power. It's just sort of spinning faster. You know what I mean? But like, I feel like that's the thing is like, do you get cams for the street car or do you get cams for the race car? Because like the race car already makes a fucking bunch of power, but the street car you get to enjoy every day. So like you finally get like the cams change the sound significantly and then the cams kind of change the feel. So like, if you really like that feel and sound, you get to enjoy it every day or, you know, three or five times a week versus once every fucking month or so in the, in the race car. Hmm. Yeah. All right. But what if you built a wild car to just enjoy every day? 
like it's, a, it's got a BN cat in a hood. And I just trying to get trying to trick Gerard and building a BN kit. Well, that's like honestly, when I started driving the Blit when it was 1J, because obviously 1J stock, like they don't make a whole lot of power and stuff. And I was like, man, like it'd be really nice. Like if I was going to buy cams, I'd probably put them on this car because like I get to, you know, have a little bit of a cool idle and like enjoy that like camshaft life every day. Um, Shopping. Versus the race car where it's like, well, I'm going to put cams in and give it a bit more boost so I can see that like 700 horsepower number. And like, obviously it's going to be sick. It's already sick. And if you drop, you know, three or 400 pounds off the previous car, it's, it's fully sick already. Like, I don't know how much power you actually need, but it certainly isn't seven fucking hundred horsepower. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> All the power. <laughs> I mean, I'm not competing. So like my car is just basically a flex. It's like, Oh, I got to, 700 horsepower car with like the half the tire on the ground just so that it's cool you know like but i don't yeah. know real cool gerard <laughs> real <laughs> freaking cool yeah i'm sure all the kids are clapping as you drive by yeah i <laughs> feel like rolling you, by this to the skate park <laughs> i feel like if you had the bigger engine that was a torqueier anyways to start with like for example the 1.5 j in the cressida or like a 2j in like a you know like an x chassis then you could have the bigger cams because you already have the extra torque of the three liter right yeah yeah so then you can just have the biggest fucking cams ever on a 2jz x chassis whereas if it was a 2jz in aristo You'd probably want a cam that made more torque quicker than anything else. So that's camshafts 101 with Gerard. Okay. So, hey, Gerard, I'm Gerard's, offended. Gerard's camming opinions. <laughs> Gerard, I'm offended that you didn't ask me what I would do. Oh, I mean, I was going to ask that you, you're definitely, I just well, finished my part because I kept talking and talking. Oh, and talking, yeah. So, so here's. Yeah. Ryan's Here's just going to say I would ask someone who's an expert and they would just do what they do. Ah, me. that is very true. <laughs> uh, yeah. Here's the thing. I have a nope. problem that when you guys start talking about stuff like that, my brain just automatically turns off. I caught part of it and I'm like, oh, yeah. But as you were describing it, the Kevin answer comes into my mind. It's like, ah, realistically, I'd either go research it and then I have to like, fucking wade through all the bullshit opinions and try to figure out who who knows or i would just ask both of you and then mm -hmm. kevin would say something snarky gerard would say something like just super with a lot of authority and i'd be like mm, there's my answer <laughs> and that's that's how i get there look man work smarter not harder if you got smart friends it's okay to lean on them for some things you know yeah don't be too proud I mean, look, it's shitty for you guys because you don't get to lean, you don't get to lean back. But do you ask you about I, camera stuff all the time? Well, yeah, just to be polite, though. Oh, guess I won't be asking anymore. Well, I like it. Don't stop asking me. <laughs> I like to feel useful. I said useful, not useful. useful. Yeah, I like to feel both, but uh, yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> So would you want to, like, I mean, your car definitely doesn't need cams right now. It needs to, like, actually fucking have a turbo that works. Yeah, that's what I need. How do we do that? Where do we do, where does that, when does that happen? We'll get a, oh, shit, you know, it'd be really cool. I don't know. You just tell me and then we'll do that. <laughs> it'd be really cool. 
is if Gerard got a new fangled super duper turbo and Gerard's current turbo went onto Ryan's car because Gerard's current turbo is pretty cool. You do whatever you want to do. Yeah, it's not V-band though, is it? No, it's not V-band. But I mean, you can V-band to... You can be yeah. bent to T four adapter. I guess you could, yeah. All right. However, you solve a problem, I'm fine with that. <laughs> I like your response. Like, yeah, whatever you said. Yeah, whatever you, whatever you want to do. Listen, man. Just whatever you, you want to do, just do it. Yeah, whatever is going to happen happens, and I'm on board for it. Is what I'm. It's what I'm on board for. Uh, do yeah. I? I'm just yeah, here for the ride. The, uh, yeah, it's I just work your here. world. It's yeah. your world. I'm just living in it, buddy. It's not. It's not called the Ryan Benoit and Friends podcast. <laughs> it's called Serial Podcast Nine. Okay, okay. You know, I kind of like that. Uh, the other name though. What is it called? Ryan, the Ryan Benoit and Friends. Yeah, Ryan I like Benoit that and Friends. Yeah, Dude, someone that did pitch hilarious, and nobody would have listened. Someone did pitch that after. They're like, I want to hear Ryan talk to his friends, but it was a friend, so it was, then I was like, no. That's not the business model here. There's no ROI on that. Mm. Talk to Kevin. Talk to Gerard. Build an opinion. This whole podcast is just built so I can learn things. And then halfway through, (laughs) I uh, realized that I would just ask you guys to tell me the right answer. You just get bored. Yeah. I don't get bored. My brain turns off. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. I didn't mean to insult you. Yeah, no. I, and I your ability to not get bored. I mean, I got a question. Nobody's asked I'm us this sneeze. question. Nobody's asked us this question, and it's it's a perfectly <laughs> good question. Hit it. Okay, so air ride or coilovers? Why? Why do you guys not run air ride? And why? You know, why is it cool to have coilovers or static or whatever? Like. Like, I feel I'll like answer. that's just like a fucking elephant in the room question, especially for like, why doesn't everybody just have air ride if you want a low car? You know what I mean? For what's bad about air rides? Hey, Gerard, what's bad? Actually, hey, Kevin. I'm going to ask you, what, 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 it, as a normal person who's into cars, what do you think is good about air ride or what do you think is bad about air ride? Here's a fun thing I had air ride at one point. There you I go. Put air ride in my Celsius. It was this K Sport kit, so it was real not nice. Well, did it go uh, up and down? It went up and it went up and down, and it had a gauge, and I had to. Okay, so here's the thing about it. Um, for me, as a person who had air ride that lived in Regina, Saskatchewan, and had air ride in his daily, um, there's a lot of working parts in it. And I'm sure the more money you spend, the way better it gets, which is, I think where you guys will come into this answer. My kit, I feel like at the time was like 2,500, maybe 4,500. No, 3,500. Definitely, definitely 35 or 45. There's no air ride kit for 2,500. Yeah. What am I saying? What a dummy inflation kicked in and then no, um, uh, that's a topical joke because we're dealing with inflation. Um, so I had the case for kit. It wasn't like a fan. I can't. <laughs> There's so many things in my head. I had the case board kit. It wasn't like any of the fancy like computer shit. Like it was two switches and gauges that said, you know, how much air you had in the front and how much air you had in the back. Yeah. Did what it needed to do, went up and down. 
Uh, it wasn't like my car didn't go extremely low, but I was just like, oh, it'll be really cool to have this and be able to adjust because my wife drove the car. But it was my daily and I kept the air right in during the winter. <laughs> and uh, you, I, it was always like air leaks, like the tank was leaking. You had to put... Um, you had to put like that airline locker in there or whatever that like the semis put in their brakes. Yeah. I had to put that stuff in the tank so it didn't freeze. Um, and then, yeah, it was like, I think someone after me had an issue with the motors. Like they put, I think they put something on top of one of the motors and it like pump? almost started a fire. Yeah. The pump, sorry. They yeah, had an issue with the pump and they put something on top of the pump and they're like, it started my hockey bag on fire. I'm like, yeah, yeah, probably. probably Cause they get warm. <laughs> really, really hot. Yeah. Uh, so I did it and I just remember at the end of having it, I felt like I had, when I sold that car for like $5,500 with like AME Shallon wheels and fucking this air ride, I just felt like I had taken a bunch of money, put it on my front lawn and just started it on fire. Like it was like, and I know cars aren't like a, like a prop they didn't used to be at the time like a proper uh resale value thing but it was like holy fuck i wasted all this money and i thought it would be this really cool thing but it, like, like the car didn't i just it was a ucf 11 i didn't want to put a bunch of money into it and i kind of did but i wasn't interested in doing arms so it wasn't like super low and all that other shit it just seemed like a waste of money and then like when i got the aristo it's like fuck it like coilovers if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, dance with who brung you. And I stuck with coilovers, and that's why I did it. Right, Long story short, garbage for me. Just for hey. me. Also, hey. oh. So go on, no, go on. Yeah. I was just going to say, also, air ride. A lot of times if you have air ride, you're going to air it up to drive at like a practical ride height. Like, yeah. Like you're gonna be like, I'm driving. I, so I feel like that's like the whole allure of air ride. Yeah. Like, but then you don't. Oh, look my car's gonna look sick, and then I can like drive around, and like I can go over bumps. It'll be per- it's the best of both worlds. Okay, yeah, so then, then finish your ride, yeah. But then you air it up, and you don't look fucking sick anymore because you've like aired up, and you got wheel gap. Yep. Like yeah, I as Gerard said earlier in the episode, I got like fucking fiberglass arrow on my car and it scrapes and it does all that dumb shit and i had like a hole in my exhaust but you know what it always looked fucking sick doing those things like the air air up and now i look like a dummy anyway so that's (laughs) why okay so kevin had air ride in his uh alteza which actually he still has that car but yeah so one of the iterations of the alteza was like a pretty super low street car and you drove that thing every day for sure yeah so that was kind of like right at the cusp of like air ride technology air ride technology jumping into like the new age yeah um I, they did have ride height sensor based systems but at that time they were really expensive so i kind of had like the last of the pressure based systems hmm. um and yeah the things that ryan talked about were true with mine too like air leaks no you know like you have the connection it's been solid it's never leaked before all of a sudden it just starts leaking it's mm-hmm. like you know like you're you're chasing around air leaks all the time you're got your little spray ball of soapy water out like <laughs> you know you got and what tech- happens when you get an air leak at the bag and let's say the air the, the air leaks out enough that the that the 
fast enough that the bag cannot be inflated what happens then i mean i never had that problem but like i never I had mean, that either. you're basically fucked like if you can't if you pump you can't pump enough air into the bag to get it to inflate yeah i mean you have a catastrophic failure at that point i feel yeah yeah. Like the cars, the problem is that you can't even get it on a fucking tow truck or get a jack under it or anything. Anyways, yeah, yeah. We had a customer who had a used air ride kit that we installed that malfunctioned in his underground parking garage. Oh, it's shit. Like, yeah, like you now the car is literally sitting on the frame. You can't get under it to tow it because it's in an underground. Yeah, you like we had to go <sighs> to his place and like diagnose the problem. Yeah, at, like at his. What place. was the problem? Did you figure it out without being able to? Like... I think it was like the shitty wiring harness that came with it. That was like, yeah, a, like the whole kit was used. You know. Uh, so, anyways, keep going. Um. So yeah, to try to alleviate that whole like driving with a million fender gaps thing, I would basically set my car up so that like when it was completely aired up, like really stiff in the bags, it still was very low. So that basically it was still stiff and low when I drove it, and then it would just go even lower, but would never go very high. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty sick. That's probably yeah, so that's that is, like, that is that's I mean, probably that's, like a legit air ride. And yeah, to be that's clear, like that's like not the easiest issue. thing to do. It, that's like oh, I was just gonna say that's the inherent issue with the air ride, where it's yeah. like the less air you have in the bag, the less stiff it is. So it's like the lower your car, the, the softer less, if, the softer it is, which yeah. is the opposite of what you need. It's like you could have it riding six inches high and super, super soft. And then, you know, having a millimeter fender and having super, super firm, yeah. that would be exactly what you would need. But like you, it's the opposite. Yeah. It's the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Hang on, I got one other thing though. Yeah. Also, when the air leaks out and then you go to turn your car on and it's like minus yep. 26 or minus 30 and your battery is like not about that like automatically uh, and like, like the, the sensors yeah yeah, yeah. it's like kick, kick the pumps on. yeah the pump yeah. on yeah 100%. and then there's not enough juice to start your car so then it's super cold out and you're like pulling a fuse or disconnecting your your yeah. air pumps yeah. so that you can get the car to turn over and then warm up and then once it's warmed up you turn your pumps back on so and that air like, the car fills with to air away. to drive the like fucking 15 minutes it took me to get to work in Regina, Saskatchewan. Yeah, you're like, like warming you got to warm up your car for 20 minutes to drive for 5. And my wife would be in the shower and she could just hear the air pumps from like we lived on the third floor of this building and she could just just like, Oh, the car's running. How do you know? It's like, yeah, that's sad. honestly, like, even if it's not negative 1000 degrees out, that's annoying. Like you get yeah. in a car and you turn the key on and all of a sudden the pumps are going, man, that like that, that's yeah. annoying. Yeah. The Celsius made me appreciate the Aristo so much. <laughs> it's like, honestly, and like, it's funny because it, like, it came before that. So, I mean, I, yeah. Yeah, I was just like, there was a brief moment where I was like, maybe I'll be into VIP cars. And then I was like, nope, I will not be into VIP cars. Like, no. <laughs> not for me. Yeah, this isn't for me. Anyway, Jared, go on. That's good because you guys both had experience with it and you guys both gave an answer to it and both like were legitimate good answers. So, yeah, opposed yeah. to all of our other answers. That's well, no, it's because like, you know, like you, you don't often give like a very in depth, like, 
like intimate answer with like the you know what i mean which is the time sick. stuff yeah, yeah. It's super dope i'll tell you about my failures every day though <laughs> go on okay so gerard and air ride uh never had it never had it um uh, okay so disadvantages to me it's expensive i don't give a fuck how you slice it it's expensive it, like you're buying basically you're buying coilovers and then you're buying a bunch of crap on top of the coilovers so it's like double the price or more so it's like i could have three-way adjustable like racing coilovers or i can have bottom of the barrel coilovers with air on them so like eh, you know i'm probably then leaning more towards the like fancy three-way coilovers um so you're adding all these systems you're adding pneumatics electronics mechanical so like even if you bought the top line system with the ride height sensors everyone's like oh yeah it's got ride height sensors it's the best thing since sliced bread like it's totally perfect it's like no it's not like we've done so many air ride systems with 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 ride height sensors and like they're always out of adjustment they're out of range they flip backwards somebody jacks up the car improperly and like you know like they're just they're so finicky and then you got to like recalibrate it and do all this stuff and it's like i mean they do hit the heights properly now which is kind of sick um but yeah it's like you're adding all this extra stuff to an already super complicated car that you've basically taken and made shitty by adding all these modifications and then so like at the very best your air ride system you know taxes your battery like you guys said like it'll always have to run these two pumps so like obviously the car itself stock was never meant to run two like high amperage pumps for who knows how long 70 percent duty cycle how long it takes to fill up your five gallon tank or whatever um yeah the ride the ride sucks like kevin said like the higher you ride the stiffer it is the lower you ride the softer it is and like if you don't want to look like you have air ride you need the car to be low when you're driving but like it's like kevin did that because we had all this adjustable crazy serial line stuff in the car but like if you don't have that maybe similar to Ryan's setup, even where you air down, the shit's not even low. Like there's guys with coilovers that have lower cars than aired out cars just because the suspension setup's different, right? So mm-hmm. it's not like, oh, I got air ride, my car's going to be on the ground. Like absolutely not. That's only one factor in the like whole equation of getting your car to be on the ground. Like Kevin's car was on the ground because it had like shortened spindles, RCAs, yeah. like LCAs at the back that had a different mounting position. like. Like, and it would tuck how like it would tuck like an inch and a half or two inches of rim. Yeah. Like I trimmed the body so that the rear upper had more up travel before yeah. it hit. Yeah. And, you know, and you, we, I would get people messaging me like, Hey man, like, how do you get your car? How's your car get that low? Yeah. It's, it's a lot of work. And like yeah. the air ride is literally the most basic of that equation. It's, it's like yeah, one factor. You could have, you could have, you could do all of that static. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, so there's the reliability thing. It's like you want to just drive your car and like there's all these things that just coilovers, nothing really gonna go wrong. I mean, if you blow your coilovers, you can still drive the car because the springs hold it up. Like like and one thing, if- it doesn't really matter on the Toyota or most of the Toyotas, but also you're eating up a bunch of your trunk. Are yeah. you gonna get rid of your mm. spare tire or are you gonna yeah. take up your whole trunk? Or yeah. that was one thing about on the Alteza is like I hung the tank from the parcel shelf. Yeah. And mounted the pumps basically against the back of the seat. So I had my full trunk with a full spare tire still. 
Yeah. That was another part of air rides that I hated. It's like, oh, I'm going to put this fucking wooden floor in. Yeah. Have all these hard lines. And it's like, yeah. sick. Now you, now you have even less practicality. Yeah. And that's the thing too, is like, you do all this like shit with like these hard lines and like this and that, and it like looks super dope. And then like two weeks later, the shit's leaking and you'd like, you spent, you know, an hour and a half bending this beautiful hard line and stuff. And it's just like, got to rip it out five times because like, maybe it's leaking here, maybe it's leaking there. And it's like, man, and like wiring, you got to be like, a, like, you got to do so much wiring that like, well, you don't have to do so much, but like, you have to do the wiring properly or the shit's just not going to work. You know what I mean? And then you got to do the mechanical shit properly. And then the airlines can't be routed. You know, we used, we, we used to do a lot of air rides. Like there was guys that would like run the airlines by the fucking exhaust or some stupid, you know, like it's, it's rubbing on the suspension and all this ridiculous stuff. I had a dude that ran like super just loose hanging under the car. Like, yeah, we had a dude that ran hard, is it copper lines to his bags? <laughs> and it yeah. fully just broke off and the car was fucked. <laughs> like, huh. uh, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so coilovers, yeah. I mean, in my opinion, the absolute best solution would be air cups. But the problem with air cups is you basically still have like 70% of air ride. You just don't have the bag instead of a coil. You simply have a piston or a bag on top of the coil. So you drive low and stiff and then you air up simply so that you can get into parking lots or over speed bumps or whatever. And it's like super dope, but you're still adding all these extra systems and stuff to your car. So I think realistically, the the real answer is just man up and let her scrape. (laughs) Drive at the lowest possible height that is just slightly inconvenient for you. I mean, that's that's what I do. Yeah, man. The juice wasn't worth the squeeze is what I think I was trying to say. Long story short. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm glad I got to say that. I don't know. Yeah. You're not I, it's wrong, fun. though. It's funny that we took so long to actually talk and answer that question. I just sent a photo of myself here after we finished the air ride. Oh, wow. um, that's pretty sick. It's fine. It's maybe. pretty cool. Like it's definitely like kind of low. Yeah, but send that to Soha. That's a good looking ten. He will fucking. I posted that once, and I'm like, you wouldn't like my car because he he doesn't like air ride and stuff, right? He doesn't like things that are like impractical. Yeah, I thought we talked about that. <laughs> <laughs> like Honestly, people yeah, probably like... were wondering like, why don't you have air right now? You know what I mean? Yeah. Honestly, like I. Gerard said it, but like it, it is for me, it's like, it's the systems. It's like, yeah, you're adding all this stuff that like was never a part of it, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, it's against the keep it simple. Type yeah. Thing too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm no, uh, Will with the GS, he has air ride. I'm mm-hmm. sure he can attest. Yeah. To and that maybe. dude is very like fastidious about like everything yeah. on that car. And like he bitches about air ride all the time. Oh, does he? Oh, does he? All the time. He, he, like he's always posting on a story like, oh, look, another air leak. Like, oh, look, like this week. Like, oh, look, this is what's happening this week. Like, oh, dang. Yeah. Well, luckily he has an ISF as a daily. <laughs> That's pretty yeah. sick. And now that caravan or something. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> all. 
Oh man. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, that, that is a good question, Gerard. You did it. I'm surprised we've never tackled that before. Yeah. I mean, there's a whole bunch of those type of ones. Like I think people ask them about the tires, like what kind of tires you run. Yeah. yeah, we've done that. Yeah, we've done that. I mean, I I feel it feels like there's the questions that probably have been asked for you know since the beginning of time about cars like mm-hmm. air ride versus coilovers or like mm-hmm. fuck I don't know what are the like the I mean people things? still haven't talked to us about like like turbo versus supercharger fiberglass body that. kits like are they cool like fiberglass fenders versus steel fenders like we've talked know. about that kind okay. of uh we make fun of my fiberglass arrow all the time we're like it's just i think i remember you being like it's just like money flowing away every time <laughs> you go over a bump and then i yeah i was like oh maybe it is um steel we don't talk about steel fenders versus fiberglass fenders a lot of people are like fully anti like fiberglass fenders for drift cars they're just like oh steel like it doesn't you have you know, it doesn't like crack you have to repair it all the time and this and that but like i don't know man my breed like lasted forever just like never had an issue with it because you weren't banging doors, buddy. No, I don't bang doors. You're, in, you're in out there banging doors. Yeah, just, you're not. You're not just walls, talk, buddy. No, talk uh, to me when you're banging doors. I mean, I don't give a fuck what kind of fenders you have. You're banging doors, just something's gonna go. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You're gonna bang but a steel you fender. Ha- hammer them back out. Yeah, but they probably still look a little bit busted, don't they? Oh no, totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're real busted. Um. I'm being uh, devil's advocate here, okay? No, yeah, you're being reasonable uh, about it. I think S chassis are like obvious. Like I always think, like fiberglass fenders. It's like S chassis are the number one candidate for that. I feel like mm-hmm. maybe that's just me. I don't know. Kind of feels like uh, all cars these days. I mean, I like fiberglass yeah. fenders. The thing, the thing about the fiberglass fender, it's like a little bit of a a fine line, like. Everyone's like, oh, I want it to be strong so it doesn't crack. The problem with making it strong is it actually cracks more because it can't flex. So, I mean, it also could be the composition of the, the fiberglass in the first place. But the reason I like fiberglass fenders so much is because they have a bit of give. So, like, if your tire's rubbing on it, it'll sort of, like, if, you know, depending on the fender, will move out of the way. And obviously, it'll still get hot and burn and all that shit. But, like, a fiberglass or a steel fender it's not really going anywhere and your tire has to take all of the, the like brunt of it rubbing on there. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's fair. My next car is going to have fiberglass fenders. Oh, I like steel fenders. I don't know why though. I don't have a real reason. My car is going to have carbon Kevlar fenders. Ooh, buddy. That would be ill. Yeah. My next car is going to be an open fender car. It's going to be, oh, that's a fucking <laughs> sick idea. Yeah. Is that a sick idea? Look at I want just like a whole carbon arrow kit. Like I'll just have a white car. And I always wanted this actually. Whoa, so, whoa, whoa. You're like, going to have a white no, car? Listen, listen. No listen. way. So, since I was young. ever had a white car. Since I was young, one of my like. I can't picture you with a white car. Fantasies or dreams or whatever was to have a Porsche, like a 911 type Porsche. And like the anything that's not changed was just like this cool like raspberry pink color and every other thing would just be carbon so like door probably the roof i don't really know what would be left actually on a porsche because i thought the roof would be metal but i think the so it'd be like hood trunk front fenders rear fenders everything would just be carbon but then there'd just be like a little bit left of color but yeah it'd be cool to have a white car with just all carbon parts and just leave it 
Hmm. Panda style. Panda style. That. Yeah, all right. That's kind of neat. That sounds expensive, Gerard. Also, it sounds like not enough real estate. So you're not, it's not happening. <laughs> Anyone who's watched the Crown video where Gerard and Jake switch cars, you were, I don't know if I can put Very diplomatic. Around. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and Jake drives Gerard's car, which yeah. just from the get go, I'm going to be a real uh, Ebert and Ropert here and critique, <laughs> critique the plot of your video. It's not, totally fair to call gerard's blit a streetcar even though it is a streetcar like it's it's a ludicrous gerard's street ludicrous car yeah it's ludicrous move get out the way type ludicrous um uh my my car is so conspicuous (laughs) um to call that car it's like yeah we uh swapped dailies and like jake's car is like fully a daily like it's like everything about it that has like Arista wheels on it and is it lowered i can't remember it's yeah it's yeah, lowered yeah yeah it's uncoiled it's lowered it's uncoils and then like gerard's like every like gerard's daily is like most people's race cars i actually think like to a degree uh-huh. like oh uh most people uh, never know. get that it's like Oh, it's got like a turbo and all the suspension and uh and like there's fucking like eight videos about how this car is built and there's enough content for each of those videos to be about 16 to 20 minutes long i know this because i've spent an intimate amount of time with those videos (laughs) and so like it is a proper car and then you're like let's compare this daily crown to (laughs) this fucking built blit and and gerard um usually is very harsh on crowns and he was very polite and so he was quite a little polite. yeah my in like fucking George shits on my car all the time what oh i don't a little oh, bit but only i only because okay only yeah, because you, you like have a have a some weird ass prop rod that's in the back of the car and you're you don't use a prop work. rod to hold up your hoods i don't know that's understand. only because my gas struts are like busted and i was in the process of trying to get them replaced but like you don't even have the gas struts anymore yeah, because I have a veil. So then you, need a, then you need a prop rod. Yeah, yeah but your I, prop rod should then be in an ex- accessible location, or at least yeah, your my door back lock seat. should work. <laughs> my back seat, Gerard. You <laughs> think you're a little bit better than me because you put a sticker on your prop rod, and that's fine. That's fine by you. I should buy you one of those prop rods, rods because then yeah, you can well, just keep it beside your seat. Well, no, that's where I keep That's where his baseball back goes. <laughs> That's where my uh, what was it? My tire iron goes in case your alteration. In case I got a rumble. Yeah. Then that's where that goes. (laughs) Because that's Uh, I, you know, in case I get attacked by the socias. Because I'm uh, what do they call it? Socias. Oh right. Yeah. Socias and the greasers. Greasers, I think it is. Are you talking about like warriors? No, no, I'm talking no, about like back no. in the day, like Pony Boy. The Outsiders, yeah. yeah. That's a great Outsiders reference. The Drakes? The Drakes. No. No, it's it's uh, the Greasers, I think, and the Socias. Yeah. Hey, listen. Goddamn I think we so- can end up. Goddamn socialists. Yeah. Although I feel like I'm out of this group. That would actually be me. <laughs> <laughs> the Socialists. Okay. On that note, we should maybe end the podcast. <laughs>
podcast. Yeah. You know what I'm going to say to end it? Because we just talked about Essie Hinton's The Outsiders. Stay gold, pony boy. Yeah, stay gold, pony boy. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, yeah. Thanks I pre- for. I, I, uh, I appreciate you. I'm real. I got real sweaty doing this podcast, and I don't know why. What? You're getting. I heated. don't know. It's heated warm. About the air ride. You're getting heated. Yeah. I'm getting heated about the air ride. I wrote. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me. All right. Listen, you guys. It was uh, great hanging out. Yep. Stay gold. It really was. Okay. Peace out. A ciao. Nice. Bye. Thanks for listening to Serial Podcast Nine.